Welcome again to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. It's a fantastic Saturday here in Tuscaloosa. And Alabama is uh, playing away in Columbia, South Carolina today. And uh, we have a fantastic guest with us today who's catching a fast plane uh, on to Columbia. And that's James Benedetto, who's the assistant sports editor of the Crimson White. And uh, will be covering the game uh, as a sports writer for the CW. And uh, James, it's good to have you with us. And uh, thank you for everybody. How are we doing today? Yeah, doing James good. is getting that CW private jet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mark, did you have a private jet back in the 60s when you were covering? The well, I will say this. You know, I, I covered the away games, but Tommy Ford, who was sports editor the year after me, flew with the team. Oh, wow. Nice. That's really yes. Tommy Ford Coach really trailblazed He talked Coach Ford. Bryant into that. Which uh, <laughs> I thought maybe know. Coach Bryant just showed up at your door. Mark, it's time to go. Uh, Let's jump on the plane. I will say this. We, did, we were allowed to go over and interview the coach one-on-one. Uh, -on -one, right. A little bit more than nice. uh, than happens these days, I yeah, believe. Absolutely. Uh, in <laughs> terms of access, right? <laughs> James, you just saunter into Nick Saban's office from time to time and... The yeah, you know, I try. I try when, you know, only when he's available and when uh, Josh Maxson will let me, you know, just to come say hello and ask how his day's going and, you know, same old, same old conversations. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get into the games here. Uh, with me, of course, is uh, Meredith Cummings, uh, instructor with the uh, College Communication and Information Sciences and the Department of Journalism and Creative Media. And uh, that the yeah, well, you're a busy person. There's no question about it. And of course, Andrew Deer is here as well, who uh, is the coordinator of uh, facility operations, I believe, for the for University of Recreation. And uh, hey, we're back, and we got some games to talk about. Not a great week for college football, though, in terms of the matchups, right? It, yeah, go ahead, Mary. Yeah, I should say it's slightly disappointing. I wanted to, you know, couch surf and just like flip all day and watch really close games, which we've had the last couple of weeks. It's been really exciting, and we may still have those, but I am slightly disappointed with the lineup. Although, you know, maybe I'll be surprised. Really looking forward to that Kentucky-Florida game. That's one of the ones I'm looking at. Yeah, the, the sad thing about week three is the Kentucky-Florida game is the game that I'm most excited about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was, it's been a good game the past couple of years. Kentucky finally broke the streak last year. Yep. Um, so I, we'll get into that later about what, what Kentucky's got going on, but yeah, that for me, that's one of the most exciting games besides Alabama at South Carolina. So. Has anybody been to South Carolina for a game? I have. I went two years ago when yeah. they played Florida. Uh -huh. It's a lot of fun. I was just telling James off the air, their pregame stuff is phenomenal. Uh, they, when Cocky comes out, they bring them out in a wheelbarrow, and like there's pipe and drape <laughs> around them, and then they drop the pipe and drape, and he goes nuts. So like it's it's a ton of fun, uh, but it's it's very different. It's it's like by the state fairgrounds. It's off their their stadiums off campus and everybody tailgates around yeah. the stadium was it's just very very unique. That's I've seen it, but I've never been to the pregame stuff. So I, you know, I, the the cocky in a wheelbarrow. As, I had a lot as of one fun. does with a bird. Yeah, yeah. stick it in a wheelbarrow. The thing I'm the most excited about is I've seen YouTube videos of them doing sandstorm before they do the. It's the pretty game. epic. I am just so excited. I've been telling everybody all week. I'm just so excited for the first sandstorm. That's here's, all I care about. This <laughs> might sound this might sound cocky, but this is a fact. Those fans are going to be fired up because yeah. Alabama's in the house, yeah, and once the kickoff sure. happens, that that might that you know that that excitement might fade. But up until kickoff, that place is going to be rowdy. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be rowdy. All right, y'all are going to have to educate me and maybe the listeners. I don't know what that is. What is that? 
Sandstorm? the Sandstorm. So it's this uh, it's this ninety early two thousands techno song. It's like this. You'll know oh, when you hear it. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, yes, it's like yeah. the biggest stadium I'm sorry, song. I was yeah. thinking football things, and I was like, I don't know. No, what no, that no. Is. And then they all jump around. It's it's it. it's nuts. Yeah, okay, yeah. Waving like white rally towels. Looks like a sea of sea of like people or in the lower bowl. It's it, it, it's the craziest thing I've seen on YouTube. So. If it's crazy on YouTube, it's got to be way better live. So I'm yeah, yeah. really wow. excited. For have that. you been? Have you been to Columbia? No, I haven't been to Columbia. I was just sitting here thinking it's one of the only SEC stadiums I think I haven't been in. Yeah, you know, I haven't been to Missouri either. So ah, uh, you know, I haven't been there. And I don't know. I've been to every, I think I've been to all the others. Though. Historically, like I said, historically, I guess um, pre Spurrier, I don't know how how hype that was or exciting all those games were but post Spurrier's yeah, been, or Spurrier and, and Beyond has been yeah, fantastic for sure I mean it's just it, it, it's one of those games that I would always look for a South Carolina game depending on who no matter really who they were playing because I love that home yeah, atmosphere yeah. Virginia Tech has a similar type of home atmosphere I always try to tune in for those games Penn State has that similar feel. Yep. So it's it's those games it's what really is what college football is all about I think oh, yeah. that's what people you know, even if this like even if this game becomes a blowout, which is what maybe most of us are expecting, it'll still be really cool to see that first five minutes of college football. That's just the the beauty sure. of the sport. So yeah. last weekend, I spent time with South Carolina fans, Clemson fans, and Alabama fans. We were all at the same table sharing a meal, and um, the Clemson breaking fans bread. and the Alabama breaking <laughs> bread. That's right, <laughs> trying to find common ground. <laughs> and so uh, Clemson wore his obnoxiously orange shirt. Uh, hi, Philip. And uh, my friends from Alabama, we were all decked out. South Carolina folks, who I love, did not wear the paraphernalia. So I don't know what that says. Oh, really? I don't know if they were feeling a little insecure about the game this weekend. but I don't know. It was unusual. Says something. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been know. there, but it's been a long time since I've been to a game um, in Columbia. It sounds great, though. For sure. Yeah, that isn't, that's the only stadium saving, an SEC stadium saving hasn't won a game in, I believe, right? Which is a fantastic I stat. I think I saw yeah, that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. Out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, last time. 2010, right? No, I don't think it was 2007. I think it was 1993. Wow. Because I think one of those games that Alabama won was taken off for, uh, I think it was NCAA violations. Oh, right. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I think the 2005 okay. one was the one, I think, and then there was one after that, too. So, yeah, but I don't think Saban has won a game in uh, well, he in certainly South lost the last one. That's yeah. True. yeah, that's yeah. yeah, absolutely. That, that alone a, could give them hope, you know. That. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's I don't the, want to give them hope. That's <laughs> the day I, they made uh, Gar- Stephen Garcia look like a Heisman Trophy uh-huh. candidate. We, you that? could do three hours on Stephen Garcia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> a legend, no question about it. Um, so what, what games are we besides – Besides Kentucky, Florida, which we talked about, Alabama, Sacramento, which we'll get into a little more later, what games are y'all excited about today? Just for fun. You know, I was just in Chattanooga, and just for fun, this Chattanooga-Tennessee <laughs> game. Like, I don't even – it's just yeah. such a dumpster fire. I can't, can't yeah. imagine what that's going to be like. Oh, um, I bet we'll know, you know, five minutes in yeah. how, how it's going to go. I think – I think Tennessee's going to trounce them. Oh sure, they, I think it's, it's going to be killing. Yeah. I think they, they've, I think they're fed up. Yeah. But if, if they maybe don't, that's me being optimistic. If they don't, I'll be all over Ooh. Vol Nation. <laughs> so James, we literally talk about this every week. But Mark trolls Vol Nation. Yeah, I, so I love just, it. I do. It's it's so funny. And I have for years. It's not just this year because of their. It's one know, of my favorite. Well, they've had they've had struggles for years. So that's one of my fun. favorite fun facts about Mark Mayfield. Yeah, I don't know how long it's been around, but back when they were beating us eons ago, I didn't uh, visit it. I, no. There's no doubt about that. I, you know, we were talking last week about Bama fans. Had there been a ball nation type thing around, oh, Bama yeah. was uh, not doing well. Uh, insufferable. We oh, would have been gosh. insufferable. We sure. would have been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, uh, 
we're that way now if we're even just like winning by 60 points or you know yeah exactly difficult I think for me the biggest game that I'm looking for and I think this one might be a little underrated because of the week three matches but it's the Iowa-Iowa State game yeah those tend to be real close games and Iowa State didn't look too great in week one Um, Iowa normally has a very strong team and I Mm -hmm. think they're being under they're being overlooked right now Um, I remember I think I picked Iowa State in the paper or no, excuse me, I picked Iowa in the paper. So I'm going to stick with that, especially when we get through the picks. But I'm really excited to see that game, especially because it's such a close rivalry game. Those tend to be really good games to watch uh, early in the year. So I'm really excited about that one. Looking at it, that look, that is one of the tougher picks of the day. Yeah. Um, Mark, you used to live in Iowa. Yeah. You know, you know the good, Hawkeyes. Pe- good people of I was, Iowa I, there. I, I know the Hawkeye. F- I was around mostly Hawkeye fans right. in okay. Des Moines. I was... Uh, I lived there, uh, and so I, you know, I, I'm I'm real fond of the Hawkeyes. I always have been. Yeah. And you know, Kirk Ferentz. I mean, that team is kind of boring, but you know what? It's such a great program. Yeah. And those are two great universities. And you're right, James. This is a hard pick, actually. Uh, Iowa State has has even has upset Iowa many times. I mean, there's no doubt about that. When Iowa's had good teams too, mm-hmm. so. There's no telling what's going to go on there, but uh, we'll make our picks here uh, in a while. But I think that is a good match. The other one, Florida at Kentucky, should be really interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, real quick about Iowa. I noticed our friend George Brown in, uh, where's he? Golden Gophers. Um, calls it the Children of the Corn Bowl, which gave me a giggle. <laughs> that was fantastic. George, we love George's recaps. Yeah. Hey, George. Yeah. Or pre shout, shout out to George. And yes, that Florida-Kentucky game. I have some very mixed feelings about that. Um, yeah, can't wait to talk to you guys and see what you think about that one. Yeah. All right, well, look, let's take a uh, short break, and we're going to be back to uh, talk more with uh, our special guest, James Benedetto, and also uh, look at these games around the country. You're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, I'm Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Welcome back to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are in the Skybox today with our guest, James Benedetto, the assistant sports editor of The Crimson White and a graduate student in the Department of Journalism and Creative Media. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate being here. How's sports, James? <laughs> uh, sports are always great. Um, football's been really fun, especially with James Ogletree and I covering it. Uh, James is just such a, such a pro, so it's really good to be able to learn underneath him and really get to gain a lot of knowledge. We have a lot of really good writers that are... Uh, very talented. Um, we have most of our staff is returning, so we have um, you know, Jack Kennedy, who's doing. Uh, I think he's doing a little bit of everything right now, since his beat doesn't start till later. He's covering men's basketball. Um, but and we what have a great s- name, Jack Kennedy. Yeah, I just right. have to say. What a, oh yeah, well, yeah. No question about that. <laughs> it has to be said, and I don't know if you know. I call you guys James Squared. Oh really? Uh, James Squared is what I call you on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I love that nickname. I think we should try to keep that and try to bring that into the newsroom a little later. Um, and, you know, again, a lot of really good sports are starting up right now. Volleyball has really been impressing us. I mean, again, another good start after yeah, last yeah. year. I think last season they went 10-0, which was the best start in program history, and they were ranked last year. So hopefully they can kind of keep it going. Um, Soccer has also been really impressive. Um, I think they're I think they're only one loss right now, 4-1, 5-1. Wow. Uh, yeah, so great. really, if they could kind of keep it going before SEC play happens, I think they might have a chance to really upset some teams there. Um, but really, outside of that, I mean, Everything's kind of been status quo as of right now. We're really we're waiting for swimming to kind of get started. I think they start next month, um, and then again once basketball starts and you know everything kind of breaks open. So 
Um, it's been really interesting, really fun to cover. James and yeah. I had uh, lunch uh, this past week with Philip Hirsch, former Chicago mm -hmm. Tribune reporter. He's covered out of 30 years worth of Olympics, more mm -hmm. Olympics than anyone. He's really impressive. And I mentioned this because we were talking about big college sports versus mm -hmm. those sort of unsung heroes. And James, you used to play for the hockey team, right? Yes, I did. Oh, yes, well. I did. Yeah. For, and you were the president. I was the president for a couple months. Uh, I had a, a little bit of an issue with some school, so I had, to, I had to step away from the position. But I did play for three seasons. Uh, it was a great time. I was able to you know, live out the dream of playing in college. So that was such a that was such a wonderful experience. But you know, now I got more into my field and more in what I was interested in. Sure. Journalism and, and school kind of took That's over. Great. I do think, and I don't want to offend you, although I don't no, think this okay. is news to you. I do think people listening will be like, wait, we have a hockey team? That's not something that one thinks of Alabama Crimson Tide. They don't mm -hmm. automatically think no. Frozen Tide hockey yeah. team. No, absolutely right. not. And it's yeah. such a cool name, yeah. Yeah, the it Frozen is. Tide. It really, it really is. is. That's wonderful. I think that it's just the tough thing is that, again, it's not on campus. It's not something that we can really promote. Um, we have to drive an hour for practice and for games. It's, it's definitely tough to try to promote that. But at the same time, I mean, it's always fun to wear something with Alabama paraphernalia on it. Uh, you know, I think my sophomore and junior year, we actually like got red helmets and put the stripe in it. Make it look as closest to the football team as we could be. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun. And I, I mean, I had made really uh, good friends and had some fond memories of playing. It was, it was just a great time. So you're catching yeah. this supersonic jet to um, uh, Columbia soon. Yeah, what are you right. guys looking forward to? You mentioned oh, a couple things gosh. earlier, but what, yeah. what from a sports sports writer perspective do you look forward to about this? I always love, uh, you know, outside of the fans and the crowd noise and all of that, I really enjoy the, the game within the game type feeling. Like what's going on prior to the snap, after the snap. I always find that as sports reporters, we are always so focused on the game and what's happening, but there are these little storylines that come up throughout the game. I think the one that I was thinking about recently and when we were started to develop a little bit was uh, Landon Dickerson and Raekwon Davis. They tend to have some type of uh, a match with each other every time they're even in warm-ups or in practice, and they always are trying to get each other better, and I love those little storylines of, okay, like who do you love to go up against? Who's the guy you need to, you need to practice against every day to make yourself better? And I love those little stories, and we'll see that you know in warmups. I think in the Duke one, uh, Raekwon came off the ball and just hit Landon like he was, you know, a bag of flowers, just moved him right out of the way. And Landon loved it. And then like the next time the two of them came around, like he held Raekwon Davis up. Now Raekwon's six foot seven. I mean, that's a tough man to yeah. to hold up. So he it was just really impressive to see how they kind of go after each other and. Um, I, I love those little games within the games. That really reminds me of my team, my time playing and, and being an athlete. So. Yeah, that guy's yeah. a beast. I mean, I would yeah. love to yeah. stand next to him just for the visual of because oh. <laughs> I'm, mean, what, he, almost 5'4". Right. He right. makes so all of us just look up, straight up at him. I mean, I... <laughs> I feel very, very <laughs> short when I'm right next to him asking for him questions. He reminds me of um, Maurice Peoples. I don't know if anybody knows who that is. He's at tall Maurice on Twitter. But Maurice, I visited when he worked for Bleacher Report. I met him there. And I thought, why is his Twitter handle tall Maurice? This man is the tallest person I've ever seen. He actually helped start Barstool Sports way back in the day when it was uh -huh. an infancy. Nobody knew what it was. Um, but that's who, the, that's who he reminds me of. Every time I see him, I'm like, that is a tall oh, dude. You know? Oh, that's great. Well, James, you and you and James and the sports groups uh, are doing such a great job. You know, they're they're such good writers and and good reporters, and uh, it certainly strengthens the entire uh, Crimson White uh, you know operation to have such a strong sports team. 
Uh, and so it's, you know, y'all have just done a great work. And I think that, uh, you know, one thing we know when when you're out covering these games, it's going to be very professional, very well done. And I think that, you know, I th- one of the things at Alabama, too, is that, you know, and, and it's a function of, like, Nick Saban bringing, having such a winner here, you all get to work at a very high level. Uh, you'd be great reporters anyway. Mm-hmm. But because the team does so well, you know, you get to travel. You know, in fact, our budget, we always talk about on the advisor. <laughs> I mean, so he's got the plane so, picking him up. Yeah, so you're right. And there's, not, and there's not just one bowl game. There's two now, you yeah. know, yeah. every year. Yeah. So, uh, But it helps. So you also have the opportunity to cover – college sports at the highest level, yeah, uh, which is great, but you totally live up to it. I mean, I think the sports desk is so strong and such great people. Thank you so much. And I think the big thing, too, is that it's not only just football. You know, we're really, I think the biggest thing, especially for this year, is making that consistent effort for all sports, even right. club sports. Right. Um, that's been the one thing that I've noticed, especially kind of coming through the system, that we could do a really good job of trying to cover as much as we can, especially with how the media landscape has kind of changed in the past year. Right. You know, the Crimson White trying to step up to be a, a, a newspaper for the university and for people outside of the university has really become a really big deal for us in the newsroom. And when we had production last night, we're slaving over a 16-page game day to make sure it looks as perfect as it can be. I really enjoy the, the work we put into it. And it goes from, you know, our editor-in-chief all the way down to the designers to the contributing writers. I mean, everybody really buys in and, and pitches in some really great work. Right. I don't want to get too fuddy-duddy and cerebral academic. However, <laughs> I do think it's really interesting um, from a sports perspective what James, James is working on his thesis. And I think some of the things that he's seen in working on that, just tell him what it's about real quick because I think that's really an interesting yeah, uh, thing Yeah, so I am looking at gender discrepancy in sports coverage. So basically what I've noticed is that if you know when you write about a men's sport and you write about a women's sport, sometimes the writers, um, which are mostly male, which is I've found out, um, use certain phrases or key terms or topics to shy the limelight of credibility to something else. So for instance, mm-hmm. my the biggest example I have is, I think it was a swimmer in the 2016 Olympics, I think it was Rio. Um, the reporter used the male coach as the reason for the swimmer's success. So instead oh, really? of giving the swimmer all the credit, Right. He found something else to give the credit right. to. So those type of things, I've seen that in the writing, um, and I think that it's something that I'm very conscious of when I report on women's sports. I mean, I covered softball in the spring last year. I will be covering softball again this year, and then I covered volleyball in the fall. It's something that I have to be really conscious of to make sure that I'm not using that similar type of language because it's not fair to the athletes. These, these athletes work really hard throughout the week. There's no reason in our sports coverage, in our game coverage, that it should be any different no matter gender. Right. I think I think I remember in some presentations I put up a slide of a picture I took in the in the uh, press box, and just rows and rows of men, mm-hmm. you know, and like I would ask the group, you know, what's wrong with this picture? And like, you know, there are no women in these pictures, and yeah. I think that's uh, that's a, it's great that you're choosing to uh, look into not only the fact that not enough women uh, sports writers and sportscasters, but also, uh, the looking drilling down deep into how the coverage is in terms of how they how male writers, for instance, react, uh, and how they they uh, how they may be not even realizing you know what they're doing wrong in that regard. And I think that's great. It'll only help uh, 
uh, help journalism and help uh, also uh, help the athletes to get the proper credit that they deserve in women's sports. And uh, and also, I've, I've never understood why it's just, you know, the, and it's not this way here, but why men would cover men's sports, women, uh, women's sports. Or, well, you're going to cover women's sports, but, uh, you know, it shouldn't be that way. No. So, look, we're going to take another short break, and we'll be right back to talk more with James Benedetto and make some uh, college football picks. You're in the skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. I'm Paul Feinbaum, my favorite station in the world, 90.7, The Capstone. Welcome back to the Skybox on 90.7, The Capstone. Uh, decent slate of games today, not the best, uh, but definitely not the worst uh, in our time here in the Skybox. Uh, we are going to get to our picks. We have our good buddy, James Benedetto in the house today. James, welcome back. Thank you. Um, we been been really exciting talking to you. Um, you know, I think you're leading the picks on the CW uh, pick them on the back. Right. Um, yes. Fourteen and one is that what you said? Uh, you no, were? eleven and one. Eleven and one. And excuse me. I gave you. I no. gave you some credit. It's yeah, a, they drew a little <laughs> crown on his head. I know. And I love tell us, crown. Like yeah, we t- need that. On tell us about the one that you missed. Oh, I tried to be bold and pick Texas at home. I thought Texas was back. I believed in the hype. And Texas LSU, is not back. No, they LSU took care of business, y'all. I mean, they're, I, they're I'm really telling you, I think it's an indictment more on or not an indictment. I think it, LSU is just better than we expected. I think yeah. Texas is still a very good football team. Yeah, I think. I th- very nervous about playing LSU. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we should be nervous. Yeah, I think Texas needs another year. One more year is really what I think. Um, but LSU, just the way they played the complete game, and actually now they have an offense, it looks like. Yep. That's that the scary part. Uh, That's the hard part right now. Burrow. Burrow? Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Burrow, yeah. That yeah. guy, I mean, talk about fearless pick. I'm going to yeah. say right now, why not him for the Heisman? Why not? Just wait. Uh, that's early. Why that's not? A good you know, question. like he that's a good was question. impressive, and I he just was unstoppable. And I mean, if he really takes care of business throughout the rest of the season, he could be a pick. Because if you think about it, you had Texas on the road, you'll have Alabama on the road. Yep. Um, I mean, those are some really those are two tough games, and I think the rest of their schedule is fairly tough. Um, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I know they are going to be a team to compete for a college football playoff spot. And I think it would be a shame if they really don't get a serious consideration. Um, the way Georgia has played the past few years, I think their time might be moving on. I think LSU might be a team right. that gets some gets some love this, this year. This might sound crazy, and I was talking to one of my buddies about this before we get into our picks here. Um, it, it might benefit LSU to come here and lose and not have to play Georgia in an SC championship, but go to the playoffs. Uh, that yeah. that, sound, that sounds crazy. That sounds crazy. Or win here, lose to Texas A&M, or you know, like have yeah. one loss and still go to the playoff because you took care of business everywhere else. Yeah. And I, I think that's an interesting little caveat that I feel like yeah. we haven't talked about with any other team besides LSU or besides mm-hmm. Alabama oh. in the past few years. So. And to, and to jump in on your point, I also have this feeling that there is going to be a loss somewhere that's going to shake up oh, yeah. the top four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really feel it this year, especially with just how the games have lined up. You know, we've seen Clemson not play as great. Alabama's played two great games, but against teams that have really, I, I don't think, you know, you know, light up anybody's radar. Right. Um, LSU looked really good on the road. So I think that there's going to be some movement here in this top four. I mean, Michigan almost lost to Army mm-hmm. last week. That was a game. That's a, that's a game. game. So I'm not surprised at all, though. Yeah. I think the ball way. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Army's a good team. Khaki, khaki pants let me down. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. 
So um, um, we'll have to see. But, you know, with LSU, I thought that one good thing for Bama, I thought, because I'm really worried about LSU having an offense as a Bama guy. You know? sure, but yeah, the, yeah, we should but, be. But one good thing, I thought, is that LSU secondary gave up a lot of – you know, yeah. Texas passed they, – they got over 500 yards total offense. So mm-hmm. it's, that's one little silver lining maybe because Bama's got a better offense in Texas. Yeah. And, and if, if they can put up 500 on them mm-hmm. – um, but LSU will come in here, you know, with a good offense. That has been – the offense has been their Achilles heel all this time. Yeah, so for sure. It is a little scary that Joe Burrow is doing so good. Yeah, right when now. you talk about that top five shakeup, I'm hoping it's Clemson. I'm not even going to lie. I want yeah. Clemson yeah. to – I want that ship to tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, as long it, as it's not Bama. Then yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, listen, they, they play Syracuse this week, so maybe. I mean, you uh, never know. I mean, and yeah. I think the other thing, going back on your point, Mark, is that the only the only thing that I think that might be the silver lining for Bama fans is that Alabama's secondary is a little stronger, a little bit more experienced. Yeah, Texas's secondary really is is very new, and they're still trying to build those students to be uh, better athletes there and be ready for college football. Right. So I think that I think that's why I keep saying I think Texas needs one more year to be a true contender to really run through the Big Twelve. Um, but we'll we'll have to see kind of how the rest of the year plays out because you play Oklahoma twice. If really if you're a Big Twelve, if you're in the Big Twelve, you play Oklahoma twice. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to see kind of what happens. Yes, yeah. God, you're right. That's tough too mm-hmm. for the um, turning team. Well, let's get into our picks. Uh, 11 a.m. on Fox, we have Ohio State at Indiana. I don't think anybody will have trouble picking this one. No. I'm going to go ahead and say the Buckeyes. Um, off the top of uh, this is not a basketball game, so we're, we're, we're going to take the Buckeyes. Yep, the Ohio State University for me. Anybody, I'm just hey, decided, they lost the lawsuit. Did you say that? You know they what? I did out. not see that. Yeah. Although it's funny that you say that because I was just deciding the other day. You know what? Anybody with the in the front of, I'm just going to pick them every time. <laughs> the <laughs> University of Alabama, the yeah. Ohio State University. Shockingly, they can't trademark the word the. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. they got thrown oh, okay. out this week. Right. I, I, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm underwhelmed by this decision. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to agree with both of y'all. I mean, Ohio State seems like the clear choice to me. I think just obviously the team is just set up and has so much talent. Um, yeah, I, I got to go with Ohio State here. So. Uh, I'm going Ohio State too. <clears throat> you know, but it could – the weird things happen in the Big Ten at these games. Yeah. At the, Ohio State the, loves to lose a game they're not supposed they to. Do <laughs> love to. They do love to live down to the competition. But it won't yeah. be Indiana this but, year. No, no, I agree. So. I think they'll blow them out as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sticking right. with 11 a.m., we have Pittsburgh at Penn State. I don't believe – have we? I don't think we've picked Penn State yet this year. Um, I believe it's our first Penn so. State game. Even if it's not, that's what I'm going with. Um, who, who do you all have? Yeah, I'm also going with Penn State. I have a little sentimental attachment to them. Just I used to live up there, and I used to cover State College when I was mm-hmm. a reporter, and that's one of my beats, and I love I love the atmosphere. I, I was homesick. You know, I was out of the South for the first time at that point in my life, and it was good to see some big college football. But um, I have a picture of the goal line stand on my wall. You know, like oh, I'm, awesome. I'm, I have great, like, sort of old-school respect for Penn State. Yeah. But in yeah. this game especially, yes, they're going to win. You know, this this one kind of gave me some trouble because Pittsburgh was uh, in the conference championship with Clemson last season. Now, again, if you want to argue if they should have been there or not, that's a whole that that could be a whole other hour that we right. can talk about here. <laughs> right. Um, but I'm going to stick with Penn State as well. I think at home, that's just a different atmosphere. I don't think teams are ready to play um, at Penn State's arena. I think that's a really tough place to come in and try to steal a game like Bryant-Denny Stadium is here, like Tiger Stadium is for LSU. I think that's just one of those similar type of arenas. You just It's so hard to go in there and win. So uh, I think Penn State and that crazy crowd is going to be ready to go. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Nittany Lions too. And um, hey, Meredith, I understand that, you know, it is, there's a, there's a, you know, Bama has a history with Penn State. It's really a good one. And uh, 
Uh, that's been really interesting to see, and uh, you know, Bama hadn't played them now in a while, but it's uh, I have a lot of respect for that program. Uh, I don't. There are other things that they the school didn't do right Wait. or the program, but in terms of how they're doing now, I believe. Uh, uh, this is a this is a big rivalry for them. I think they quit playing Pitt for a while, didn't they? Mm -hmm. And they renewed that series, and I'm glad they did that. Uh, but I'm going with the Nittany Lions. You reminded me, Mark, that when I moved up there and I arrived, they, they all knew I was coming from Alabama, and I was an Alabama fan. On my desk, on my computer, was a very large picture they greeted me with of Joe Paterno. Oh. And being the Bama fan that I was, um, I took it down and I drew horns and a mustache on him and I put it back on the wall. Yeah. And that was yeah. sort of patient, you right. know, I now know, but um, they right. really gave me grief when I was up there all the time. You know, it was yeah. difficult, difficult atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, aside from the, those, that, that horrendous situation that happened, uh, yeah. At Penn State, but in terms of the football team itself, um, you know, it's been a good program throughout uh, throughout their history. All right, biggest game of the weekend. We have Chattanooga <laughs> at Tennessee. Uh, I, I don't know if I said say. this on air or off air, but Tennessee's going to destroy Chattanooga. But yeah. I, uh, it's time. I think they're angry. Also, Chattanooga is an FCS team. Right. They should. I mean, they should destroy Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Let's hope. It would be like yeah. Bama playing Chattanooga. I feel like, and you know, Tennessee is just going to be back with a vengeance. I feel like they're just they're just going to have to be tired of it. And if they lose this game, I don't know what. I just don't know what. You know. Chamber yeah. proof. Oh yeah. Imagine. A lot of money. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah There's some kind of funny bet to be made there. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with Tennessee. I'm not even going to touch that. Yeah. I mean, I I always get. Little, little hesitant to pick Tennessee. Last week I did pick BYU to upset Tennessee at home, and I was right. That is so crazy. hopefully, Thank hopefully, goodness. like Tennessee this week. Hopefully they can just come through for me this one time. This is all I'm asking for. I've never seen uh, more people at one time picking Tennessee and so nervous about it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> oh, you have to be. I definitely anxious on this one. I, I, I have to tell you, I would love it if this game, if they struggled in this game, the balls. <laughs> come on, Mark. Uh, the balls. Sorry, Mark, what's that ball uh, but nation? the. Um, yeah, I just want to see the reaction sure. of all nation. Really. No, I agree. I think Tennessee's going to blow them out. I think they got to go out there and play some good football. This may be the only game they're going to win all season. I don't know. I'll have to look at their schedule. But they are starting off 0-2, and, and it only gets harder for them after this week uh, once they get into the SEC schedule. Uh, but yeah, they should blow out uh, the mocks. I think that's it should, they should they should do that. But like you said, man, it's you can't pick them with confidence any week at no. this point. It I'm giggling. Change. I'm giggling because I'm imagining Mark. You know, last two weeks we talked about Tennessee and Mark um, trolling the the vol the vol board the yeah. vol nation boards, and I feel like if 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 they lose, this is going to be the most fun you've had all year. Just yeah. jumping on there. And oh, like, Twitter's <laughs> been fantastic already. Yes, yeah. it has. Oh. It's been so good. Oh, um, it's unbelievable. All right, we got to move on from the Vols. Uh, 11 a.m., Kansas State at Mississippi State. Um, interesting game here. Who do, who do you all have for this one? I got Mississippi State. I just don't think Kansas State can do it. That's Mississippi State's looked pretty good. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Kansas State really hasn't been the same Kansas State team that we've seen in the years past. I think they've kind of dropped off since they had some prominence in the Big 12 for, I think it was like, what, two or three years there? Right. Um, I think Mississippi State will take this one. I think it might be a little closer than what people are expecting. I think Kansas State is still a very good football team, but I think it's going to be like a one-score game, I think we're talking here. I, I totally agree. I think Mississippi State wins a closer one than we expect. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of a great uh, former Crimson White sports writer, Kelly Ward is a big uh, K-State fan uh, yes, from her is. family. And so I always think of Kelly when Kansas State's on our big board. But uh, Kansas State is capable of making a game of this at any time. It's a good program. But, yeah, I'm going, uh, I'm going with the Cowbells and Mississippi State. Yeah. 
Um, 12 p.m., we have Air Force at Colorado on the Pac-12 network. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm taking Mel Tucker and his bunch um, because I don't know anything about Air Force. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm taking Colorado, too. I wonder if this is going to be like – I don't know. It's an armed forces versus – so I'm thinking about the the Army-Michigan game last week, you know, but I'm still going to go with Colorado. And it's funny. Normally when I pick teams, I normally look for a Colorado, someone that's in the altitude, but this one kind of get in the – Gates it, excuse me, because Air Force also, in their campus is in Colorado. So normally I try to pick normally a Colorado team, get used to the altitude. I still think Colorado is going to be uh, victorious here. I think, again, just they're a little more talented on that on that end. But I think Air Force, again, is just with the Armed Forces teams, you can't count them out early in the game. They will play hard until the final whistle, and they're very disciplined. So right. don't expect yeah. a lot of penalties. True. All right, I'll go with the Buffaloes, too. Colorado. Um, we'll skip Alabama game and get to that pick later. Uh, 2.30 p.m. on ABC, USC, and BYU. You know, I picked BYU last week. I, I had a lot of faith in BYU. I think that they played a really great game. With that being said, I like USC just on the pure basis of just a team that has a little bit more to give and a little bit more depth at some key positions, especially at the receiving uh, at the receiving core. BYU ran the ball a lot against Tennessee. I think USC will be able to game plan around that. So I have the Trojans here. I also have the Trojans. USC has has impressed me a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. I turned on um, their first game against Fresno State, and they caught they caught my eye. I thought this team is very athletic and yeah. a little different mm-hmm. from the USC teams we've seen. Uh, the past few years, which have really struggled. So I'm taking the Trojans for sure. Yeah, I'm going with them as well. I thought their quarterback, whose name escapes me, y'all, y'all get I'm like mm-hmm. awful with names, but he looked pretty good last week against Stanford. He and, was the um, backup too. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah. the first team quarterback got knocked out of the, right. out of the game. Oh, the Fresno there's, game. That, uh, Fresno there's that tiny little naggy thing about Lynn Swan's sudden resignation, but still on paper, they look, the Trojans look better. I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I feel like that's not going to affect this game. I, right. I actually know Lynn Swan a little bit through a, through a mutual friend, and I actually watched a Bama game, a Bama, Oklahoma a game years ago with him just at this apartment in New York and I, I like him and I think Glenn's a great a great guy and he's been a great asset to uh, college and pro football but they have had problems within the administration I understand I, it's sad to me that he's having to step down there because uh, he's a really good person uh, but I do think the program I do think this team I, I, I agree Andrew I kind of respect what they're doing I think it's a little different I think their toughness they, they just seem to be tougher they mm-hmm. they're not uh, when things go wrong they're uh, continuing to come back they did have the quarterback who got carted off the field they got this new offense they're calling the air raid offense and I think they stepped it back up again and last week really showed something against uh, mm-hmm. Stanford you know so uh, I think I'm going USC too all right. And, uh, hey, we got uh, – we, we let's get in another quick pick here uh, and uh, before a break. Uh, and uh, it's uh, – Stan- yeah. yeah, Stanford at UCF. This is a great <laughs> game. This is actually a really, really yeah. great game. Uh, I'm going with the Knights. I'm going with UCF at home. Um, Stanford, like we, we just talked about USC, they – they they got whooped last week. They did. Um, they really did. And UCF is uh, – they are not – they're not to be trifled with at home, so I'm going with the, with the, the Knights. The champions. Yeah, I'm going with UCF, yeah. too. I, I don't definitely. want to, but I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> same. Yes. That's yeah. how I feel. Sure. Sorry, everybody. I have the same pick as well. <laughs> we're going we're to keep this going for a little while, I think. Um, yeah, UCF at home is always a tough team to play, and they're always willing to play these big-name teams. So Stanford coming in. UCF wants to – they want to – 
to prove that they can do it. Yeah. All right, UCF for me too. Hey, let's take a short break. We're gonna come back with more picks here in the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, I'm Mayor Walt Maddox, and you're listening to Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Welcome back to the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. We are in the middle of our fearless picks, and you guys, up next is the Iowa at Iowa State game. This is an interesting game. I think Iowa's won the last four rivalries, if, if I'm right. You know, it seems like um, Iowa should be the common pick, but as Lee Corso would say, I'm going to say not so fast. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not so fast. I'm not so fast. I think uh, I'm going to go with Iowa State and maybe be different on this one. I don't know. Okay. We'll see. But I feel like it was last year. No, it was maybe the year before. There was that barn burner. Like It was like a really close game. I, we'll see, but I'm going with Iowa State on this one. You know, I, I have to disappoint you. I have to pick against you on this one. Uh. Um, the only reason why I'm picking against Iowa State is I saw them in week one, and I just think that they did not have the same firepower that they did last season the year prior. Um, I think that they're still a very good team. I have a lot of faith in the Cyclones, and they may have an upset in the Big 12 this year. I think that's definitely possible. But I just feel Iowa right now is kind of on that rise where they have a little bit more to play for. Um, I think that they have just some more depth at some, again, key positions, I think, along the lines are really is where I'm looking for the advantage there. Um, so I think it's going to be a close one again, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring close one. So I have Iowa taking it on the road. I'm going Iowa State purely because they're at home. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched either of these teams play this year, admittedly, so I'm, I'm taking the Cyclones. Yeah. Well, I've got to go with the Hawkeyes. Again, like I said, I live in Des Moines a while and uh, still a Hawkeye fan to some degree, so I'm going to take them. Um, I think one of the – you know, I do remember when Iowa State won like five years in a row at one point, and then Iowa State's always apt to uh, – uh, they made some, I can't remember, the big upset of, uh, was it Ohio State a few years ago mm-hmm. that knocked yeah. Ohio State yep. out of the yep. They won 50-something uh, to 20 or something. It was yeah. a, they were like 30-point underdogs and still won. And, and, uh, so Iowa State uh, can really get up for a game like this. and mm-hmm. so. Uh, but I, I'm with James. I think they're not quite the Iowa State uh, of the past, so to speak. So I think uh, I'll, I'll pick the Hawkeyes. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Iowa State won at home, but i got to go with Hawkeyes. Got that Children of the Corn Bowl picks done, you know? <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Next up, we got Colorado State at Arkansas. Y'all know me. I'm an all-SEC all the time, girl. I'm picking mm-hmm. Arkansas. This may be. They, they really burned me last time I picked them, but um, <clears throat> try it again. Well, you shouldn't pick them ever. I'm picking Colorado State. <laughs> I'm going with the Rams. I, uh, I, I almost feel bad for Arkansas about how, how much they're yeah. struggling. Their roster is really depleted, um, so I'm, I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, I, 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 this one's also tough. I mean, last week I picked Ole Miss, and I was really confident in it, and Ole Miss took care of business. Arkansas really didn't look like that a dog in the fight, but I'm going to stick with Arkansas on this one. I think playing at home, there's got to be something that they can do here. Um, Colorado State is a very good team, and no knock on them. I sure. just I have I have some faith James in Arkansas. James gets me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am going to stay in the SEC on this. I'm going to. I, I agree. It, it, it's a really, you know, kind of a miserable time for Arkansas football right now. Uh, but uh, I'm going to go with them because they are at home. Uh, if this was at uh, CSU, I'd go with. Yeah, I'd go with them. But I'm going to go with Arkansas on this one. Um, next, we have Arizona State at Michigan State. This this is a pretty tough pick. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Spartans. Um, and it's not because of those awful jerseys that they wore last oh my week. Gracious. But uh, awful, awful jerseys. But they're at home, um, and Herman and his bunch are going to struggle. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I, I did like Arizona State against Hawaii, and mm-hmm. I'll give them credit for that. I think that was a really good game, but I don't think they can keep that going. Right. I think they're still young, and I think that they need some more time to kind of develop that. So that's why I'm going with Michigan State here. But I think if this was a neutral site game, this could be an Arizona State game, uh, Arizona State win. That's how much of faith I have in them. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the ones I'm I'm very uneasy about. But I did pick Michigan State. You know, it's one of those I I don't know about this, but yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I checked the odds in Vegas just to, just to see yeah. what was that's going on. Yeah. I mean, that's I do that what I did. Yeah. You know, because I have no dog in this yeah. fight. I don't really have any ties to these two schools. Yeah, I'm going with the Spartans too. I got to go with Sparty on this, and uh, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. There you go. Talking about ties to schools, my alma mater's up. James, you don't know this, but I went to Western Kentucky University, <laughs> which yeah. is probably why this game's on here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we lost to Central Arkansas game one. Bounced back last week and beat FIU. There you go. Um, but you know, and honestly, if we hadn't lost Central Arkansas and Louisville hadn't as, hadn't looked as good as they did at times against Notre Dame, I would. I would pick WKU for fun. Louisville's going to win this game, yeah. and I want to win this with this pick 'em competition. Andrew, so, it's what my mother uh, says: if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, right. you know. <laughs> so I'm going with Louisville. Um, you know, a lot of my friends will be in Nashville this weekend. I unfortunately won't be there. Um, I'm I'm here in Tuscaloosa, so. Well, I gotta say, and it's uh, Louisville, not Louisville. Yeah, it's Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. If you're from I, Kentucky, you say sure. Louisville. I gotta say, Andrew, you know, I have this history with with Western Kentucky of right. my picks. I have no history well, with. Well, Jeff Brown's not there anymore, so yeah, there we go. Choose wisely. But, you know, Andrew used to say every time I picked Western Kentucky, they lost. And every time I picked against them, they, they won. Win. It's just something about that team. I remember Andrew saying one time when I picked them, don't bring that evil right. in here. Right. <laughs> right. Don't pick them so they'll win. Right. The power so, fell over the studio. Right, yeah. right. So this time, I'm I'm with you, though, Andrew. I'm going with Louisville. I think yeah, they're going to win this ball game. And I think Western Kentucky is having kind of a down uh, couple of years. Yeah, they've struggled. So we'll so. see what happens. Well, now I just feel bad. I forgot that you went to Western it's Kentucky. Right. Yeah, I picked Louisville, too. And if I have were, uh, uh, shout out to my family. In Louisville, who you know, I, yeah. I occasionally get caught saying Louis, you know, Louisville, because right. I'm from the South. But yeah, it's Louisville. If this were a yeah. friends' competition, Western would win by a mile. And, <laughs> would, and so, shout out to our guy Bobby, who's been in the show before. But. Yeah. Shout out to my buddy uh, Bill Samuels, who uh, runs Makers. Well, actually, son runs it now, but Bill still Makers Mark. Bourbon and yeah. Louisville have been friends of mine Some for of the 30 best. years. Yeah. Next uh, week, Skybox will be in Louisville. Yes. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> James, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, that's a good call. Again, the Hilltoppers, great name, great mascot. Great just, school. Great school as well. Yeah, right. I, I just can't. i got to go with Louisville here. Awesome. Moving on. Uh, sticking with the Conference USA game, Southern Miss at Troy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, this is this is kind of an interesting little uh, in, in a little matchup we got. Who, who do y'all have on this one? You know, I, I got Troy here. I think Troy at home is always just an interesting pick here. And I think, I mean, Southern Miss is a very good football team. I know we've seen that. Um, and I know they played tough teams like Alabama here. But, I, you know, I, I got Troy here at home. Yeah. Um, I'm picking Southern Miss. They've had a little more continuity mm-hmm. on the coaching staff the past couple years. Chip Lindsey's their Troy's head coach now. Neil Brown went to West Virginia, replacing um, uh, the hair, the, the oh, hair. Uh, beautiful yeah. hair. Yeah, right. the, you know, Hol- Hol- Holgerson. Holgerson. Why could I not think of that? I, so, uh, I like I'm, the hair better. Anyway. Bottom line, I'm picking Southern Miss to the top. I'm going with Troy. I'm with James on this one. I uh, I have 
Yeah, I just, Troy, because I like that school a lot, and I have so many friends who are alum that I feel like I'd bear the brunt on Twitter if I didn't pick Troy, and I'm afraid of them, no, so I'm just going to say it like it is. I have some close friends whose son is the mascot at Troy. Oh, cool. I can't say the name because you're not supposed to say the name of mascots, yeah. right? So. Right. Uh, but I, I because uh, out of deference to them, I try to. If, we rarely have Troy on the big board, but right. uh, I try to go with Troy when they're on it, uh, and so uh, I'll go with Troy on this. But it's interesting because Southern Miss is coming in here, you know, after a couple of weeks. So I think that it's going to be interesting to see how <laughs> what kind of team Southern yeah. Miss how they do in this game. But I'm going with Troy. Yeah. All right. Then we got a uh, pretty big one in the SEC, yes. Florida at Kentucky. I'm interested in this. Looking forward to, to seeing what comes out of this. Yeah, I'm, I am taking Florida. Uh, touchdown Terry Wilson, uh, I believe, tore up his knee last week. Uh, so Kentucky has playing – or maybe week one, Kentucky Somebody be playing with a, with a yeah. backup quarterback. So I think Florida goes in and takes care of business. Yeah. Even though Kentucky did win last year, I think Florida still has the mental edge on them mm-hmm. with the historical – you know, just dominance. So, and Florida's just a deeper, better football team. I think Andrew's right about all that, and I'm still picking Kentucky oh. because <laughs> this is my fearless pick for the week. Um, first of all, y'all know I have Kentucky football ties. I have family that play for Kentucky, but that's not it. You know, they did snap that, what, 31-game losing streak last year when they played Florida, and um, while I know they have a backup quarterback, I know, like I know all of these things that Andrew said, I am one of those believers. You know, I believe they can do it again. It's going to be like a miracle on yeah. ice situation. I feel right. like they can do it again. So I'm, believing I'm, I'm sticking with Kentucky. Get you this pick and I bet it is, but what if it doesn't? You <laughs> know, <laughs> this is my like. Let's have a little fun and pick something different because a lot of our picks are the same. So no this way. is this is my. Um, I'm with you. Right, I'm well, you cool said last that. week, like I picked that one just to beat you guys. This is me. Yeah. This is mine. As much as I want to get on the blue no. train, <laughs> I would. I would love for Kentucky to be. Yeah, I got Florida for sure. I got Florida taking care of business. I think they have something to prove, especially to uh, a lot of people in the national media. I think a lot of people are doubting Florida. I think Florida is on this revenge tour that I think we've never seen. But I really wanted Kentucky coming in, but with, with Wilson going down yeah. and losing Benny Snell, I just I can't go with yeah. I know it's sure. unlikely. I feel like, too, something I forgot to mention, that I just um, – I'm tired of rooting for teams I don't want to win, you know, because right. I picked right. them. No, and this is what, I'm yeah. going to be rooting for Kentucky, so I might as well pick no, them. I'm I'm, you know what? I'm going with you, Meredith. Well, I am. Tired, I'm Mark. going with Kentucky because I'm not sold on back. Florida. I know they got the revenge tour going, yeah. but I thought they looked terrible in that first game against yeah, Miami. They, they, really they won, did. but I thought they didn't look good. Uh, they didn't look together. Now, that was the first game. It was week zero. Week zero. There were a lot of things that were wrong with that week and that game. Uh, and uh, and I'm I'm kind of the same way. I I expect in some ways I guess Florida to win that. You know they they normally do anyway. Uh, you know with Mullen they've got a they've got a good program, a good team. They are coming back. Uh, but I think Kentucky's going to turn out the fans, and I don't know. I just I'm the same way. I think I'm just pulling Wildcats. for them to win, and I'm just going trained. for that, and I'm going to Kentucky on it. All right. Uh, okay, let's see. Where are we at here? We Clemson. got uh, Clemson oh, and Syracuse. Man. That is just a lot of ugly orange in one stadium. Yeah. Let me just say that. No question about it. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think Syracuse takes two black eyes in a row. I think, obviously, Clemson's going to win. Yeah. They, uh, Clemson flexed last week. They they really, they, 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 they yeah. really flexed their muscles. They took, they took uh, Texas A&M to the woodshed in the second half last mm-hmm. week. So, um, I'm picking Clemson. I don't think it's a hard pick. Yeah, same. No contest here. Clemson. It's almost getting boring at this point. Clemson's right. going to win. This is how yeah. people feel about Alabama, though. Yeah, Alabama's right. going to yeah. win. You know, <laughs> you know, being from New York, I, I, you know, Syracuse is our college football team, even though they're like nine hours away from where I live. 
So I wanted to pick the the big orange, but I just can't. Clemson's yeah. just too good. But again, this is this would be the year. You know, Syracuse is at home. Sure. Last time this happened, right. it was a right. loss. So right. um, I'm not going to cry it. if they pull it out. You know, <laughs> I wanted it. I'll take that loss. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, Clemson too. I think they're. You know, I, I I'd love to see them get upset in this, uh, but I'm going I'm going with Clemson. Great. Uh, we will be back on the Skybox with uh, our last few picks. We'll also be talking about. Alabama at South Carolina. Um, we got James Benedetto in the house, and we will be back in a few minutes. See you all. Uh, see you all later in the Skybox, 90.7 The Capstone. Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love 90.7 The Capstone. Welcome back to the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Well, it is later, and I said that we would see you later, so here we are. Yes, we uh, We have more picks to discuss, and then we're going to get into a little Alabama at South Carolina. Uh, but before we do that, we have to talk about our good buddy Adam Sterrett's uh, Florida State Seminoles. They're at Virginia on ACC Network at 630. Uh, who do y'all have in this game? I've got Virginia on this one just because I hate Florida State so much, and I'm tired of picking them. You know, They're like very, I just <laughs> Florida State is so hateable. I know, yeah. and I y'all know I have friends. I have friends that went to all these schools, but Florida State especially, and so I feel bad. But I just don't want to root for them. This yeah. is my week of not rooting for people. I don't want to, so I'm going with Virginia. You know, I liked Virginia the last time I picked them. I'm gonna stick with my guns here. Is pick Virginia to Virginia again and again at home. I just I always like a home team, road team kind of coming in. There's a little bit more expectation there, so I got Virginia here. I'm going Virginia, too. I think, uh, you know, they've won a couple of good games. I think Virginia's got just a better team right now than Florida State, and they're at home. And normally in, in past years, I would, you'd, I'd never think that, of course. But uh, this year, I believe they win it, and I'm not so sure it's even that close. I'm, I am actually going to take Florida State. I think Willie turns it around this week. Yeah. So I, uh, it's hard to say, but I don't even know if I believe myself when I say it. Uh, next, we have TCU at Purdue. Uh, interesting little matchup here. Um, Purdue is going to be at home. I like the Boilermakers. I'm obviously a Jeff Brom guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rondell Moore, I don't think it's out of the question to put him in the Heisman talk after week two. Um, it, 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 it would be rare, but I think he has been that good this year and will continue to be that good for Purdue. If they win big, I think he deserves to be in the Heisman talk, um, at the very least a Blitnikoff finalist. So. Yeah, I'm going with Purdue, too. They, you know, they were nice to me last week, so I'm picking them again this week. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Purdue at home, I think, is just a different animal. Uh, I think that they've been a really good team last season. They really kind of came out and showed who they were. Mm-hmm. I think this year they keep it going, and uh, I think they're going to take care of the Horned Frogs. I think there's no chance. Yeah, I'm going to Purdue also. Although I think TCU may be like a point and a that half. That makes me nervous. I'll pick in Purdue. Yeah, they are. Uh, I don't going, know what that's about exactly. Yeah, but, yeah. but Purdue's at home. Stinks, and, uh, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, 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 it really is. That line stinks. Yeah, it might. So uh, anyway, that's just uh, odds makers can't make up their mind. I believe it. I'm I'm going Purdue. Yeah. Also. Next uh, up, we've got Oklahoma at UCLA. I'm just going to say it. I'm going with Jalen. You know, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> let's not kid ourselves. I mean, I'm going yeah, Jalen. Yeah. He's looked he's looked spectacular in his first two weeks. I've really been impressed with his game, and I think Oklahoma just really suits him well. Oklahoma's got to shore up that defense, though. I mean, that's, you know, to give up over 20 points to Houston, I don't, I'm not really a big fan of that. So we'll see kind of what team they are. Again, UCLA isn't a great team, so we'll see. But I, I have Oklahoma winning pretty easily here. UCLA's really struggled, um, and – 
gosh, Lincoln, Lincoln Riley and Jalen Hurts, those, those two together, it's really scary. And the offense from Oklahoma is still legendary. It's still genius when you really watch breakdowns and what they're actually doing, schemes that they're pulling on people. So Oklahoma's going to win by a big margin. I agree. Oklahoma's going to blow out UCLA. And uh, I don't know what's going on with Chip Kelly, but that's one of the worst teams in college football right yeah, now. One of the worst bad. offenses in college football, which is yeah. amazing considering the coach they have and the money they paid him. Uh, and it may be that he'll bring that Which back at some point. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. But right now, UCLA is not good at football, and Oklahoma is, and that is a major <laughs> blowout. That's right. important. Yeah, right. Last game, Texas Tech, or excuse me, Texas Tech at Arizona. I struggle with this one because, like James, I like a good home team, but I'm yeah. going with Texas Tech on this one. I'm going with Red Raiders also. I don't know much about uh, either of these teams this year, but I, I'm going with Tech. I didn't like Arizona, in the, and I think it was, I forgot who Arizona played, but I didn't like the way they looked. I think it was Hawaii. I'm pretty sure it was Hawaii. I think I had Arizona State and Arizona mixed up, but what? Moving on. Uh, Texas Tech, I think on the road, will take care of business. I, I really have no no qualms about yeah. going against them here. Yeah, I hate, I really do hate to go against my man, Khalil Tate. Yeah, it's your guy. Uh, you know, I, I said he's going to win a Heisman, what, three years ago, ten years ago? <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. Uh, That's when he was in right, sixth grade. Right, yeah, I, you know. Uh, hadn't quite worked out that way, and uh, so yeah, I'm going with the Red Raiders on this one. Yeah. So, uh, talking about Alabama at South Carolina, obviously uh, this is a very exciting game. It's the first SEC game of the year for mm-hmm. Alabama. Don't play South Carolina often. Um, when was the last time Alabama played in Columbia? Do we know? Was it two years? 2010. Two, two, oh, 2010. Yeah, 2010. And they lost. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. So uh, I, do, I do remember the loss. I which, just yeah, that was, yeah. that yeah. was definitely a tough loss. And uh, obviously those two teams are, um, I guess, more not a lot less evenly matched now than they were back in 2010. So um, I, I think we're all picking Alabama. But mm-hmm. what, James, what are some things that you're looking for this week? Um, from the Alabama team and really from South Carolina as well. I think what I think the biggest thing is offensively. I mean, the running game really hasn't gotten going yet, and I think a lot of people have noticed that and taken notice of that. Uh, the passing game, even though again Alabama put up 62 points, everyone's like, "Wow, everyone should be great and happy about it." I, I don't think that they were as sharp as they wanted to be. I think uh, Tua was really uh, expressive of that with the media this past week. He was really not happy with his performance and. Um, and that's such a Bama thing to do. Exactly. So, I mean, how much you want to put stock into that, you can. I, I really like the defense coming in. That's the other thing, too, is just Terrell Lewis has really looked good in his first two games, his first two starts. We had an article about him this week, and he's just he's just a beast to deal with. Yeah. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a huge factor in this game. Yeah. I'm a little bit concerned about this game because uh, Andrew's not wearing his Bama paraphernalia oh, in the yeah. studio today, <laughs> and I don't even know what to do this with that. Could, <laughs> like, this could why, be trouble. Here's you know what it looks like? It yeah. looks in here like a Kentucky Wildcats ad. Everybody's wearing like blue yeah, yeah, And last yeah. week I was the only I feel a little, anyway, I yeah. walked in, and as soon as I saw Andrew without his Bama shirt on, I thought, what's happening? You know? I, don't, <laughs> like, I don't mean to be ugly, but one one reason you shouldn't be worried about this game is Will Muschamp's coaching South Carolina. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I would feel much better. Very lit in here. It's yeah. so hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, we had, like I say, James and I went to uh, lunch with a guest from Chicago yesterday, Phil Hirsch, sports reporter, and um, 
uh, he, we walked by Denny, Brian Denny, and I remember him saying, um, well, so what do they use it for when they're not playing football? You know, don't, don't, and then we were like, we kind of, James and I kind of looked at each other like, what do you mean? What do we use it for? And then he <laughs> said, he said, well, don't you have like concerts there? And it's this huge, he said, it's bigger than I thought it would be. He said, I, I never really understood how big it was. And we looked at each other and we're like, concerts in the sacred, no, why would you, why would you like. Such a foreign concert. the turf. Like, <laughs> why would you. <laughs> yeah. And he probably thought we were a little bit nuts in, in uh, retrospect. But yeah, like that's the kind of. Um, it was interesting just sort of seeing Bama and going into a game, and I know it's not at home, but just through somebody else's eyes. Yeah. It was um, really interesting. I have to call your attention, too, to this tweet that I saw this morning. Um, Miguel803, so he, he quoted this, this USC student, said, if USC beats Bama this weekend, I will go I will crazy. No, I will go crazy. Go stupid. Okay. So Miguel quotes that, and he says, "If Bama loses, I'll Venmo everyone who likes this one dollar." And so of Whoa, course I liked it. It's rolling really fast, but right now he's up to three thousand three hundred forty-eight likes. Whoa! I know, like a lot of dollars. You know, and he said, and his his second tweet. You know, the thing now to do when you get a viral tweet is to to put some piggyback on that, like promote yeah. your latest work or the thing right. you love. And the thing he loves is apparently the Spurs because that was his next tweet. And I thought, well, what an oddball <laughs> thing. But yeah, um, Miguel, I am not going to get that dollar because Bama's going to win this game. Yeah, down yeah here. absolutely. They, they are. Well, that you know, what, a... uh, what score, you know, we got about uh, three minutes left for the show here. What, what score uh, What score do you think? Score prediction today. Andrew, what do you got? I think it's a 49-10 score. I yeah. think it, I think it's a pretty big I think it's a pretty big score. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. I think I'm going to stick with the same score here. Yeah. I don't really like to pick Bama to go over 50. I just don't think that that's normally their their MO. I mean, last year that was kind of something that we saw a lot and I just wasn't really a, fi- a fan of that. But yeah, 49 seems about a good number for Alabama. Yeah. All right. I'm going 49-14, so not far off, but you know. Uh, Everybody's in the 40s here. Mm -hmm. I'm going 52. I don't know. I picked that number like You like that number. Yeah, Yeah, I kind of like that number. But I'm going 52 to uh, 10. Okay. And uh, we'll see. I, I, you know, it may be a lot closer. It's an SEC game in Columbia, so I shouldn't, you know, pick them to win by 42 points. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it anyway uh, because of Muschamp. That's right. And uh, although Muschamp used to be a defensive genius, so, you know, we shall see if he's got anything left in the tank on defense. But, uh, you know, they lost to North Carolina. I can't quite get over that. I know, right? Uh, I don't think this is as strong a South Carolina team as they have had some years, although they've they've struggled, of course, a lot too. So uh, uh, I guess I'm going to – I'll do 52 to 10. I'm hoping, too, we got a little of that – Tennessee vengeance, just because we lost there last time. You right, know, clearly, right. like, we should on paper win. No contest. But I just, you know, I'm hoping we go back for blood this time. <laughs> do, we think that, uh, do we think that Alabama or South Carolina is going get, to get on the board first? Kind of like that old Miss game where they had that long touchdown. Oh, yeah. Do we feel like Alabama's going to get on first? I think Alabama gets on the board first, for sure. I, I, don't, I don't see... Unless there's like a fluke weird play, I just don't see Sacramento coming out and and showing much fight. So, and that sounds terrible, but I don't know. I'm not so sure. Then like, being at home, I feel like we're gonna because we're not at home. We're gonna have to warm up a little bit, and yeah. sometimes we gotta get scared before we get down to business. You know yeah, what I mean? Sometimes, so. yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I do look. You know, Tua hadn't played. The the offense is not. The starters have not played that much because they they've been. This, these games have been over, especially last week when yeah. Tua didn't play that long. Neither did the the offensive starters. I do think they're going to be in the game longer. That's why I kind of think the score may be a little higher. But but if they start blowing them out, obviously, you know, they'd be. Um, you know, they'd, they'd be on the bench and the, and the backups would be in there. But we'll see how it goes. This is going to be interesting because mm-hmm. of the location and the history Bama has. Oh, yeah. This is kind of a revenge game going is, over nine years. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm hoping our students, time, yeah. uh, students listening, y'all go in there and make some noise. Pretend like it's a home game, you know, yeah. get, get up and make some noise. Well, look, thanks for joining us. Uh, James Benedetto, thanks so much for being here. Uh, get on that fast jet to, uh, <laughs> to Columbia, and uh, we'll be looking for your coverage. And, uh, hey, it's, uh, it's, it's a great day for college football, and we're going to you know, join us again. We'll see you right back here on the radio one week from now, same time, same place. You're in the Skybox on 90.7 The Capstone. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.